Hey, Paul. Thanks for having another product and cake podcast session. No problem. Happy to be here. I'm a big believer in the power of ideations to generate new ideas and solve complex problems. Definitely. I think ideation is such an important part of the creative process, and it's something that can benefit anyone, whether you're an individual or a part of a larger organization. Exactly. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing what ideation is, why it's important, and some different techniques and tools that can be used to facilitate the ideation process. So if you're interested in learning more about ideation and how you can use it to boost your creativity and problem-solving abilities, make sure to stick around and join us on this episode of the podcast. Okay, <laughs> now our AI-generated script is ending and... The human AI need to take over. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we are going to talk about ideation. Right. Ideation is super important. Yeah. So last week we had an ideation session together and we did something for the, I think, first time in this company. We we did event storming. Yes. And that was super interesting because the one of the main goals is to bring... Um, people from, from all different functions together and create a shared view on all the events that are happening during a user journey. Yeah. So previously when I have used it, it was mainly to build the dom domain design um, of the technical product. So we did the event storming, which for us at least at that time that I that we did it was the very similar process like user journey mapping but in user journey mapping we are not only yeah there was a slack notification sorry that we are not only looking at the actions that the user is taking and here I'm saying actions that the user taking is taking it's not the event that has been done in the past But also in the journey mapping, we are looking at the feelings, the the questions that the user might have at each step. But in event storming, uh, and similar to the name, um, like brainstorming, you are going to storm the idea. So you are going to put out as much sticky notes as possible on uh, defining the events has that has happened during the journey of the user. In event storming, we do not necessarily look at the feelings, the emotions, or the questions that the user have, but the things that the user has done in the past. So the user has put a search in the search field. The user has pressed uh, this uh, button on Google search. Mm -hmm. And this user has pressed this button on Google search was not necessarily the best example because we are not going to go on specific products we are going through the journey so user has um, talked to a friend about leasing a new car mm -hmm. user has set the budget for leasing their new car so the things that has happened during the journey exactly and then it is super beneficial that we had multiple peoples from multiple functions mm -hmm. because everyone have a different view on the things that are happening and different expertise and we made it on a very long wall 
and really took some time to to generate a lot of post-its and then this was followed by an interesting step from my point of view because the next question after bringing it into an order was what is the following event or the mm -hmm. previous event right yeah. so that, that, that has the potential to double the amount of events and really make you think about the concrete steps that are needed yeah and looking at what we might have missed along the journey so if the user has already set a budget, what event had to have had to have happened before that so the user could be able to set this budget? Yeah. My biggest problem with that was that it was a linear line, a mm -hmm. linear timeline. And even though we agreed that we will introduce multiple swim lanes for mm -hmm. multiple stakeholders that are somehow involved into the process um, it was expected that we created somehow on the flight was not given mm -hmm. and I saw a lot of situations that were depending on each other yeah. or running in circles or I mean it's not most of the user flows or user event flows are not so linear mm -hmm. that made it really hard for me after a while to follow it and to have a clear understanding of what's going on. Yeah, I think it depends case by case and for product by product and the journey by journey, um, how we can divide it. But at the end of the day, when we look at the documentation that we created after, after the fact was not necessarily showing a very linear process. Ah, true. It was showing a lot of connected bubbles that are dependent on each other. Mm. That are the domains in the end, right? Exactly. And the domains are then not events anymore, that are more um, knowledge fields maybe. Mm -hmm. Multiple teams or a single team can tackle one one of these domains. Yeah. There are the, I can kind of translate it, if you want to compare it to a journey map, um, to different stages of the process of the user journey. Mm-hmm. But you also need to take into consideration that this was nearly a full day workshop yeah. uh, with a lot of people. So it's quite expensive from <laughs> company perspective. And I think it's very important to find the right time when to do mm -hmm. this thing because it's super exhausting and it contains a lot of information. And as we are tackling this thing already for quite a while, um, I talked afterwards with some colleagues and they said, okay, this was a great onboarding session for me, basically. Yeah. And yeah, is also, that needed? Mm, the previous times that I have used this was when we wanted to start a complete new project. We did not have any technology. We just knew that, for example, we are going mm. to build a survey tool. And we just knew that what, what the user journey can look like. And based on the user journey that we had, we wanted to create the domains. So based on that, we can build the technology on. Because with the events, you also can see that, okay, probably here that the user has done this, we need kind of a database. 
to store this. We need probably this API call. We need to use this source. Mm -hmm. So you can build the technology, the architecture of the technology based on the events that needs to happen yeah. along the journey. And this is super nice if you are looking into the future and we all exactly. living in the dream space and we can just imagine the awesome new database technologies. Yeah. And now if you are doing it while the project is already running, at least in our case, it mixed up the, the reality and mm -hmm. the wishes for the future. Yeah. So what are... What is your most favorite ideation tool? Ideation tool or technique? Technique. Um, ooh, I I have a couple. So there are a lot of uh, ideation techniques. Um, but my favorite, I think, is worst idea or mm -hmm. the uh, reverse brainstorming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How is it working? So the reverse brainstorming is that instead of brainstorming on the solutions to the problem, we first brainstorm the actual problems and then we reverse it and then we try to solve that issue. So if our issue is, um, for example, that we do not have a lot of users on the product, um, instead of solving, okay, how we can have more users on the product, we try to reverse it we are thinking that we have too many users on the product. How can we solve this issue now? Mm -hmm. And okay, so we have now with this uh, too many users, we probably uh, need to have less ads. We probably need to create multiple uh, different brands along each other so it divides the user. And then all of the ideas that you got, you reverse them again. Mm -hmm. So instead of having, so in, if you have multiple brands, then you need to merge them all together to make one one big brand. Mm -hmm. If you do not have a lot of ads, you can now reverse it. You have now ads. So this is this is one of my favorite ones because for until the very last minute, you're very confused that how, how is it gonna actually work? Is it's not going to work? Like we are solving a different problem and then at the very end you're like oh okay that makes sense yeah. and also the fact that this does not make sense until the very last minute allows your mind to really really expand interesting i remember one session where we did that yeah. together and i was exactly in that state that i was saying what how should that <laughs> help us and one key point for me was in that concrete situation we were a little bit under time pressure Right, mm -hmm. it was yeah. I think a 20 minute slot, and we should came up with some ideas. Yeah, and you suggested this way to go, and I think um, you really need to give time for ideation sessions. You need to make sure that the people don't have anything else on their mind. Mm -hmm. Ideally, don't have computer and smartphones yeah. there, and really focus on the thing, and also connect to the method. Right, I was in 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 this concrete scenario. I was super interested in, okay, how is this this method, this technique working? What are the next step and the step after? That mm -hmm. that blocked me already in really yeah. for really diving into in the into the concrete questions. Yeah, yeah. The other one I really like and I think it's really fun to do is the worst idea. And it's the reason that I say it's really fun is because I act like a kid when I do that kind of ideation session. And I ask everyone to also act like a uh, like a kid, and it is very funny. 
So the worst idea is that you ask everyone, all of the participants, instead of brainstorming on the best ideas to solve the problem, to think about the worst possible thing. And usually people in the brainstorming sessions might feel a little bit self-conscious that, oh, what if other people don't think my ideas are good? Or what if I get some criticism uh, Mm -hmm. about my ideas? So this, the fact that you're going to bring up the worst idea already breaks that barrier and allows everyone to participate more freely. Mm -hmm. And then after the first round that everyone writes the worst ideas to solve the problem, the facilitator needs to uh, bring everyone together and ask what are the criterias and the attributes that makes that idea bad. Mm-hmm. So it's, for example, too co- uh, too costly. It needs a lot of resources. It is uh, unrealistic. So then again, here you try to, you see then what attributes you need to impact on. And then that allows you to solve the actual problem. Awesome. This is also, I guess, a very, very nice tool if you start with a new team yeah. where you are maybe don't have the trust in each other already or also new joiners who are not in deep into that domain yeah. no- knowledge. And you usually get very unexpected results that, oh, I actually did not think at all that This, for example, being costly or not being costly can be an attribute of solving the main problem. But good point. Now I I have it on my mind. Mm -hmm. From my point of view, what is super important that you give a clear frame. Mm -hmm. Also about the worst ideas, my first thought was, okay, what should these ideas are about? Mm-hmm, and yeah. that was also a little bit on the event storming when we got the task, okay, now define the previous event that make this event happen. And we started to talk about, okay, this can go back in history, more <laughs> or less infinite. <laughs> so having a clear understanding why we are doing it, what to solve and the frame where it is allowed to think of enables me to be super creative Mm -hmm. because I can stop my brain thinking about everything and instead focus on specific topics where the ideation is about. Yeah, I understand that. I I completely agree. But for now, I was for a second just thinking maybe this um, not giving a frame, if we have we, if we have a longer time that we can work on the ideas or if we are not very limited or we do not have a short, very short le- deadline on something, um, can also be a very good thing, can lead to a lot of other open doors. So as an example, one of the things that we added on this mind mapping thing as a joke was the developer gets coffee. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not necessarily related and at that time we were in a, time pressure so we could not dig a little bit deeper into it but if we had more time if we were not so it's at almost at the end of the year we need to create our OKRs we for the next year we, we are in a very hot box time pressure at that moment uh, but if we were not in that situation which does not come that often as well um, I think it would make a lot of sense if we were able to dig deeper into what does it even mean that the developer gets coffee? How are we dealing with the team internally and how are we working with it? So the needs awesome. of the team yeah. is also a very important reason 
for being a successful, having a successful product. That's a super nice argument for not giving such a strict frame. But be aware upfront how much time you have, yeah. you, you are able to invest and what are the results and also update the team about it. Yeah. And ideally, we would be able to dive really crazy into into everything that is possible without expected results. And then just now in the end, a funny side story. May Do you know how the webcam was invited? invited? No, um, invented. Right? Invented, yeah, thank you. It was because the engineers sit in one room and the coffee machine was in the kitchen, of course, <laughs> and they wanted to know if there's still coffee available. So they started to to put a camera and transfer the pictures through their local internet. And that was basically the birth of, of the webcam. Nice. <laughs> so talking about a frame for an ideation session. Yeah, so depending on the time that you have, Either give frame or don't, but make it clear from the beginning for the team. Exactly. And research some of these tools yeah. because they give you a very great explanation on how to tackle creativity or ask the AI and they will do it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for staying with us. I hope this was the icing on your ideation cake and we hear us in the next episode. Thank you. Goodbye. And bye. All right. So thank you for listening up to this point. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback for us, we would love to hear it, right? Yes, totally. Feedback and questions and also opposite opinions are always welcome. And also, if you have any recommendation for us, what topic to talk about, if you have any person in mind that you think we should interview for any specific topic you have in mind, we would love to hear that. So you can send it to us via email. Yeah, sure. Or via social media networks. You will find us, I guess. Yes, there will be some info of how to contact us in the description. Yeah, Look or, for it. Or send it via snail mail to mobility office and write <laughs> CO product and cake podcast. So a lot of people will know about the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Let's do it. Thank you. And bye again.